I love how you guys didn't want me to make fun of you, and the first thing you bring up <laughs> is your own stupidity. <laughs> You're the first guest on the first episode. You're just going to sing the jingle with us. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Right in the mix. I'm actually gunning for Paul Spot. Wow. Okay. Well, guns blazing. You went for the top. Paul's the hardest one to replace. I know. Well, wow. Okay. Hey, welcome to the Beatitudes, everybody. Our guest we'll get to in a few minutes, uh, who's silently waiting to participate in the show. Yeah. Just diving right in. This is awesome. So this is our first podcast for the Beata Dudes, a show that is religiously funny, a place for authentic fraternity where men come together with their faith at the forefront of everything they do and remember that we're putting God at the center, but that doesn't mean we can't rib each other from time to time as our friend Kevin uh, has already proven to us today in the pre-show, the pre-show warm-up, Kevin has been a delight. I'm sorry. <laughs> right out of the gate. This is fantastic. Kevin, what do you, what do you think about this show? You're a minute in. What's your expectations? My, I don't know how to say this, <laughs> but as a podcaster who has minimal equipment, I'm very impressed by by the setup. You got all the microphones, the cables. I don't know what that thing's called. Mm -hmm. Nobody does. It's it's impressive. What we lack in you, experience, we make up for with nice equipment. I love it. Yeah. It's like uh, we're wearing like the cool kid jeans. <laughs> like, he must hey, be cool. <laughs> how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> and I just noticed we have different headphones than you guys. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got the nice Sure headphones. Yes. It's because you're the only people whose legs are touching on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you've been uh, doing leg day. That's great. I have. Yeah, I have. I got well. a barbell for my birthday. So <laughs> just, just <laughs> one, just a single, <laughs> just, just one. That's it. <laughs> Not a set. No, no. A kettlebell. Yeah. Sam's oh, alone. It, that works. Uh, but he said barbell. He did. It's a five pounder. Ooh. Yeah. Go not on. all at once. Not all at once. Going for tone, not strength. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The uh, the Pilates look. That's the Pilates. <laughs> so uh, quick introductions for you. My name is Jeff Shufflebein. I am joined by my hosts, Paul Kolker Howdy. and Nick Besner, the Ooh. original Beatitudes. But everybody who comes on the show and everybody who joins in is actually... A Beata dude as well. So, Kevin, how does it feel to be a Beata dude? Remarkable. Remarkable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it really is incredible. All joking aside, uh, I'll stop uh, making fun of you guys and say some nice things. Let's just do that. Now that we're recording, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, give up sarcasm for Lent. So, so you know, I, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Now, that, that would help now. all of us a lot. But I, I do seriously look forward to this because, you know, Paul and I are still getting to know each other, but the two of you guys I've known for five plus years and some of my favorite people I've encountered in the, back when I was raising money. And uh, I just think it's incredible what you guys are doing, going from working in, you know, the, the corporate world, I guess, to uh, taking a lot of lessons about culture and just what it means to be a man, uh, you know, a husband, a father who's committed to their Catholic faith living in the world. So I think 
this is going to be epic and I'm excited. Kevin, one thing that Nick and I think have in common is the way that you first met both of us was we both accidentally clicked recurring gift yes. on a time when you were raising money. I think it's your trick. You There's see, some trickery. <laughs> you see, I, now you have to go talk to Kevin. Because you're panicking. I did not <laughs> press recurring. Uh, I can't pay that much Kevin, every month. Kevin, I meant to do you know that what he once does? a he year. Get, he gets like the donation roster and he's like, thanks for making that. <laughs> recurring gift and he's like this dude's gonna call me back i got him see i i love how you guys didn't want me to make fun of you and the first thing you bring up is your own stupidity man he doesn't miss a beat i like this guy lint kevin okay what is lint and uh we've been enjoying lint paul what is uh what's lint looked like for you so far so uh yeah i'm i'm a big fan of the snooze button and so i've been fasting from the high snooze it's paul yeah (laughs) you can't talk to me for 40 days yeah no so five minutes i mean well no but I'm not using this. Oh, got it. Okay. Keep going. Fasting from the snooze button so that Mm. I, and I'm trying to get up earlier and start the day with some prayer. So using, using the, uh, the Nick Besner challenge approach, uh, where get up a little earlier, say some prayer, kind of get my mind wrapped around, you know, the, the higher things, right? St. Paul says, if, if you've been raised with Christ, seek what is above. So I'm trying to get get my day anchored there and yeah. so then the rest of the day kind of takes on a, a different shape a different color all that. well nick share the lint reflection a little piece of that that we did for the redeemer radio folks yeah that's right um basically the challenge is i call it the challenge of three um based in the trinity right rooted in in all of that and each day during lent just challenge yourself with a small sacrifice you might be giving up chocolate or sweets or whatever it might be um, but look for that kind of additional little thing um, three times in order to grow closer in holiness and grow closer to God. I love it. I think I shared this with you the other day, but um, I found myself getting ready for, for the day and I was cooking up this big hash and I was k- cracking my eggs and I was like, oh, I'm going to have four eggs today. And I was like, nope, if I hold off and I don't take one of those eggs, I can go ahead and check off one of my challenge of three moments. So I'm like gunning for like how I'm not trying to get there as fast as I can, but I'm looking for my three every day. It's a good challenge. It's awesome. And it's fun. And it brings yourself, you know, it brings you closer. But then I want to call you and brag, which is like the opposite of why you should be. But but hey, you haven't. So maybe maybe that's another fast, another, another checkbox for yourself. In fairness, the Lord said not to trumpet it from a corner. He didn't say anything about texting. Yeah. Or on top of your kitchen island. Look at me. I haven't eaten all Friday. (laughs) Kevin, what about Lint for you? What's happening? Lent for me, sticking on the the eggs theme and <laughs> and, and food Sorry. is uh no, <laughs> we can we can finish that joke another time. No, I think that you got some eggs going here. There there are. There's sorry, uh, sorry what? <laughs> he's referring to the twins that will be born any day now. Oh, congratulations! His, his, yeah, his wife is pregnant with twins. She's at home right Speaking now. Speaking of uh, eggs, my goodness! Of eggs. What a your segue. daddy came on air and he was talking about you eggs. <laughs> They're not eggs anymore. <laughs> I know. That's We're, what I'm getting at. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So there. When are they? They're due like March nineteenth. But twins come early and you don't know what day early. we recorded this. So it's like you told They're, me you told me over text message, congratulations, I can come to your show today. The babies didn't come. That's right. how close we are to baby time. I, I did not think I would be here because mm. I thought they would be born, but soon. It might it's explain impending. a little bit of your like uh 
angstiness. You're kind of like... I know. I'm taking it out on you guys. (laughs) (laughs) If there's no one else in my house I can make fun of, so... (laughs) Yeah, do not say any of this to your wife. Like, I went and gave those guys... I ribbed them all day long, and now I'm back here to love you and care for you. Exactly. So you... uh, I read all your LinkedIn posts. I love it. If anybody follows Kevin Fitzpatrick on LinkedIn and the one visit away uh, work you do and your podcast... Uh, and even your class, uh, million major gift, millions. major gift millions. I just was going to say millions MGM. of gifts. Yeah. Major <laughs> gift millions. Um, recurring, recurring. Oh, <laughs> thank you for your recurring millions, exactly. recurring <laughs> millions gifts. Like, what? what? I don't know any of those words. Recurrings on repeat. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> uh, you wrote a post one day hmm. and I remember reading the very first line and just being hmm. struck because the next line just, I, I felt like I was there with you while you were reading it. It said, I'm 30 and I have five daughters. Can you expand on that? Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting whenever I share things like that with people, the reaction is more, uh, it's different than I would expect it to be because I mm. share how we lost our first daughter in a miscarriage. And to me, that has always been, I mean, from the moment we lost our daughter, it was like, we're like, we'd already told several people that my wife was pregnant, you know, immediately. Mm. And, and, you know, we knew like we could lose this baby, but our approach was always just like, yeah, like we want people to know. Yeah. It's a baby. Yeah. It's your baby. And like, and so, I mean, when, you know, when the miscarriage happened, it was like immediately reaching out to, you know, just a handful of, you know, close friends and family members we told and let him know that we lost the baby. And, and so when I share things like that on LinkedIn, so many people message me and they're like, like, thank you so much for sharing that. Like for no sure. one ever, you know, I've experienced that multiple times and like, I've never seen somebody talk about it. And, and then to me, it's always just so, and I understand why people don't, but to me, it's just always been like, if you can't share things like this, no one is given the opportunity to, you know, like be there for you. And we talk about that a lot from the Mm. women's side. You hear people say that, but I'm going to say something right now. I mean, if you think about this show is geared towards men and for years to come, hopefully men are clicking on this episode. Like how many times do we think that manhood means you just push it down and you completely ignore it. Mm. You don't even talk about your child that you believe is your baby as a baby, because you don't want to be in that weird situation, that that friction situation. Weird. Oh yeah, which is right. not weird at all. Right. You know, yeah. I think air, air quotes, quotes for air people quotes. who yeah, are listening. Beautiful situation. You know, I always tell people like, we don't know the gender of our baby, and they'd be like, "Are you hoping for a boy or girl?" And I'd say, "Whatever God has in store." And they'd say, "As long as they're healthy." And I'd say, "Even if they're not," right. and that yeah. catches people off guard because they're just saying words sometimes. Mm. But when I say even if they're not, I watch most people go through a transformation. Oh yeah, like you're right. You know, I'll pray for your baby. I'll pray for health. Great. I would love that. And if we end up in a situation, then still my baby. Yep. See, that was baby number one. Yeah. And then in what time period do we end up multiplying this much? (laughs) Well, let me put it this way. If they all do the typical, uh, you know, American plans of education, for at least one year, we'll have four in college at the at the same time. Okay. (laughs) Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Any Irish twins in the mix there? 
Well, uh, not not exactly. Just real twins. Paul. Yeah, just, just real <laughs> American <laughs> twins. You know, they're American, American, American twins. I am a Fitzpatrick, so they are Irish. Anyways, but, oh, yeah. How do we answer this? Uh, yeah, so we've got. Sorry, <laughs> it's Irish American. Yeah, so they're Dubliner. Our our oldest is three and a half, and we've got a seventeen month old and twins any day now. So. Wow, that's awesome. You know, just because I, I, I just want to jump in. Yeah. my dad's dad, my grandfather. I grew up across the street from him, or across the fence. Uh, he was on a farm and he lived to be 91. And I just remember, this is the last like conversation I remember having with him. He was 90. It was his 90th birthday party. And I just wanted some wisdom. You know, it was obviously like, you know, he's 90. I don't know how much time we have left here. And he said, you know, when it comes to having kids back in my day, we just took them as they came. Huh? Mm. I was like, that's, Awesome. There you go. Yeah. Just take them as they come. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that's wonderful. Because we have all these ideas about what's perfect for me or how am I, can I afford this or what's my life situation? Am I ready? Yeah. Right. That's what, are you ready? No. It's like, yeah. you're never ready. <laughs> your house, matter. your finances. Nothing. Yeah. Right. And so then if you take that mindset, it forces that faith and dependence and reliance yeah. On the Lord, which is what it's all about. That's where you're going to be formed anyway. Exactly. Even if you're ready or not ready, you're going to be formed by going into it together, whatever it is, like marriage at whatever age, kids. Nope. I always like this. Let's wait till we make it to have kids. What does make it mean? Well, you're going to make right. what? Yeah. Mm. And even yeah. that, it's not, it's not guaranteed. Like even yeah, if you, quote unquote, <laughs> yeah. like if you made it, you could lose it all, you know, the next year or whatever. I mean, it's just, yeah. there's no guarantees. Yeah. In any of it. Absolutely. Well, we're yeah. excited for you. I hope your phone doesn't go off during the show. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and if I can go with one, uh, one quick more, uh, Please. story here. I, I love the, you know, what you said about your, your grandfather. I think there's so much wisdom in, uh, you know, people who have made it to 90 and beyond. And I, I lost both of my grandmothers this past year, it, you know, six weeks apart, oh, both yeah. of them. So mm. one of them 90, like one of them 99, the other 92 or so. Nice. And, uh, grandma Fitz, she had, she had eight kids and her husband died when my dad was eight years old. Oh, wow. so, so my dad was eight and I think his youngest sibling was two. So she was, you know, a widow at like 50 yeah. with eight kids yeah. and, or maybe she was a little younger actually. And, and the, you know, she just lived an incredible life. Never, n I have never heard the woman complain once yeah. about anything. And, and I think that's it. It's just, you know, we took them as they come. We, we, we take all things as God's will. And I think that's the, the way to live life. That's beautiful. Want to play a game? Let's do it. <laughs> We're going to work Let's on the it. segues over time. This is just no. episode one. Cool. Quick non sequitur here. <laughs> yes. Bam. And now for a hard left turn. Here we go. I wanted to do no blinker. No, no blinker. We're going to come back and talk about miracles just, in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all a big right. e-break guy, Jeff. You yeah. just <laughs> All right, so we have a game. It's the No Name Improv Game that hopefully will have another name before too long because it's a shame to have such a weird name. But if you come up with a name, Eminem <laughs> over here, Kevin, I would love if anybody has some sort of a good pun. And we've come up with some terrible ones. We're, we're, we're workshopping it. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a whiteboard that keeps stretching on. Yes. But um, Paul, if you pull out the cards and explain the game to us, we are going to uh, have a competition here, Kevin. You are the judge. And uh, we'll have you back on a bonus show where you are one of the participants. But for now, I want you to put on your your um, 
judgy. <laughs> I mean, that shouldn't be hard. Yeah, it sounds like you already had yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm prepared. Fear not. So as an example, Paul will pull out a character card and a question card, and I'm just going to put him on the spot here where he has to answer. As the character, he has to answer this question. So your character is... <laughs> As a vindictive ex. Wow. Wow, this Oof. is intense. Tell us about your best or worst night on the town. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get canceled so fast. Hang in there. Well, I went out with your ex, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Punchy. I like that. There you go. Yeah. All right, so you get the idea. Now, without looking, he's going to pull a character card and then uh, pull out two question cards and just pick, I don't know. I guess you have to kind of look at the character card. And uh, then we'll have a little not 10-second interlude to think about this. We're going with a different Thank character. Thank you. I trust you. <laughs> okay, as a fanatical animal rights activist, <laughs> trust me, this is better than what we had. <laughs> what is the biggest mistake you ever made? I showed up to my animal rights rally and I got on the mic and I told them to forget about it. <laughs> I, uh, my first fundraiser was a barbecue for animal rights. <laughs> Lamb, anyone? <laughs> uh, I lost my headphone over here. There we go. Uh, that totally threw me off. Um, give me one more second. There it is. I loved visiting the farm where my dog went. Turns out there was no farm. There was no dog. <laughs> wow. We just, I think we just ventured down to like a, the path of a Christopher Nolan film. I was going to say, this is very being Nick Besner. Like I, I feel like I just went inside the head of Nick Besner there. All right, Kevin. Did that actually happen to you? Yeah. He's just telling his true story. Yeah. Man, now I can't remember. I remember yours was the fur. Yeah. Oh, yours was the, the barbecue. Yeah, what is it, bud? Man. Uh, <laughs> Y'all might need to go again because there were no there were no clear winners. That's ridiculous. You're going to make us go again on a game this hard? <laughs> well. No, we can go again. All right, go, fine. Here we go. Let's, fine, get a, fine. let's get a clear winner here. All right. As a $30,000 a year wannabe millionaire. Which is just everybody in Dallas mostly. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Um, what event do you want to attend the most? Guys, I've really been watching this F1 series on Netflix. I cannot wait when they go to Vegas next year. We're going to get a suite. It's going to be awesome. And my dad's going to pay for it. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Check this out. Last night, I stood in line behind a velvet rope to get in line for a line for velvet rope line waiting. It was awesome. <laughs> bro, bro, I went to the shop where they keep the sleeves from all the vests that we wear. And uh, I bought some sleeves that we're going to reattach. I'm going to call it a sweater vest. <laughs> Please don't make us do this again. No, that was that. Those were those were all good. I gotta go. All right, winner. You have to choose. You do, and we'll take it personally, no matter what. Please go. I, I'm I'm going Paul on this one. Oh! <laughs> we're already doing sound effects. You have to do your own sound effects. 
Wow. Congratulations to Paul. Nick, Nick and Jeff were great, but Jeff, you threw me off with the Australian accent or whatever that was. <laughs> That's his only know. accent, I think. And then <laughs> and then I blame myself. Yours was so long, I forgot about the ending line of mm. my dad's going to pay for it. I blame oh, myself. Which, oh, that which was... probably would have given you the win, but it's good feedback. Good, yeah. So I'll remember that for next tighten time. It tighten it up. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Just before break there, Jeff, you were talking about a miracle. So I've uh, I've seen Kevin tell this story once on stage, I believe, at a huge fundraiser and also on the radio. But he has a phenomenal story that just always pulls uh, pulls it all together. And I believe this ties back to when you were a little kid, right? Yeah, for sure. You mind t- sharing it since you prepared nothing for this show? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> oh. Hey, oh. well... <laughs> That you could prepare for everything or nothing. Those are basically the two options. Wow, so. that, hold on. I got to think about that one. That's, that's I, do th- I do think there's a middle ground there. Uh, <laughs> I was given no direction. <laughs> so anyway, I'll, I'll jump right in. Uh, so yeah, I was growing up in New Orleans and uh, I was like seven or eight years old at the time. And my dad had just gotten a cell phone. This is, this is mm, important. Big moment. To the story. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was one of those, I don't remember what the brand was, but like the bottom part flipped open and it oh, had not the a whole removable, thing. removable battery on the back. Oh, oh like, this is a Motorola this probably. Is early, Most this is early, yeah. early models. Yes. Yeah. Very early. Way before snake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was like, this was like late 1990s, maybe 2000. And, uh, and so anyway, my dad just got this cell phone and it was a Saturday morning. He'd gone to Lowe's to get some stuff for around the house. And my brother and I were watching cartoons like gentlemen in the living room. And, uh, and all of a sudden we, you know, probably some SpongeBob or who knows what. And all of a sudden we hear my mom like calling out from her room in the back. And so we like head over there. We're like, this is weird. And mom's sitting on the ground. She was trying to put her shoes on and like she couldn't tie them. And she didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, like, you know, get the phone, call dad, call my dad. You know, thankfully he had the phone comes home. By this point, when my dad gets home, my mom is like becoming more and more paralyzed. Oh, geez. And, uh, we get in my dad's truck, start heading to the emergency room and, you know, we get to the hospital. I don't remember a ton at that point. Like my brother and I were just kind of left in a waiting room. And then, you know, my dad, I think went with my mom. And so I couldn't see any of this obviously, but she was in there. They got her in an MRI machine. And while she was in there getting the scan, she started having seizures. And, um, and at this point she's completely paralyzed on the right side of her body. Can't talk. And, uh, she'd suffered a massive stroke and, you know, she was like mid thirties at the time. Wow. And, uh, Yeah, they, she's completely paralyzed on the right side of her body, can't talk. The doctors told her like, you know, if, if she lived, she would be paralyzed for the rest of her life. And, uh, like she'd received anointing of the sick. Um, and I remember like the most, one of my most profound memories was one, my, my dad or my aunt and my uncle taking care of my brother and I, cause you know, my mom was in the hospital for weeks and we were living with them and that kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier with the miscarriage. Like when people don't know you're suffering or struggling or something, Mm -hmm. no one can help. And so Mm -hmm. obviously this was an extreme circumstance, but they took us in 
And I remember the day I went to go see my mom for the first time. I don't remember how soon it was after she had the stroke, but I just remember my dad saying, you know, it's okay if you want to cry. Um, like that, I just remember that's what he had said to like prepare us for this. Cause we go in and, you know, my mom's just laying there. I remember she was crying cause she can't talk. Um, and you know, she's just laying there just helpless. And one day she had gone to uh physical therapy. They'd like taken her to another room and her only goal was to wiggle the, you know, they wanted her to wiggle like the very tip of her finger on her right hand and just, you know, put all of her concentration there and she just couldn't do it. And so she like bursts into tears, heads back up to her, you know, they wheel her back up to her room. Now, meanwhile, our pastor, uh, father stall at Immaculate Conception Jesuit church in new Orleans, he was new because the previous pastor had passed away and he heard one of his parishioners was in the, was in the hospital. So he goes to visit her and brings with him a first class relic of blessed Francis Xavier Silos, who was a redemptorist priest, uh, in the 1800s in new Orleans. And so he brings this relic, leaves it with my mom. Uh, and this is like immediately after the physical therapy instance. Yeah. And my, my dad ties the relic around my mom's neck and then he has to leave to go do something. So Mima, one of my grandmothers that just passed away, she was there with my mom, you know, in the room, my mom was watching the mass on TV. And at the end of, and she'd done a spiritual communion. And then at the end of mass, when the priest goes to dismiss everybody with the sign of the cross, you know, you know, he does the final blessing. And then out of instinct, my mom goes to make the sign of the cross and she could and she oh. was instantly heal. Chills. Yeah. Oh. Incredible. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. So the chills the are coming in waves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if is that just me? Like no, I'm yeah. I'm feeling it too. It's just washing over you. Man. It's cool too because I've heard this a couple times and still it's not like a story. It's the journey of somebody's miraculous healing. You know, like does that make sense? It doesn't yeah. feel like a story. It feels like an experience every time you share it. Yeah, for sure. And but, I every time I think about it, I have the same reaction. You got a very, um, I don't know. I, I feel like you've shown up to life in a way that you are impacting so many people because you're not afraid to share. You're not afraid to give in your sharing, uh, to prioritize the right things. So it's pretty beautiful the way that you're having this witness and you've done it on the stage in front of thousands of people. You've done it in one-on-one lunches and now you're going to do it for all the world's beatitudes. Yes. Yes. Spe- I love it. <laughs> Speaking of beatitudes, something I wanted to give you earlier because you are about to be the, well, you are the father to five. You're about to be holding twins and getting no sleep. So at the very yes. least you could wear some sock religious socks that have yes. St. Joseph on them. Magnificent. And you know, this is even more fitting because the, the due date is the feast of St. Joseph. Oh, so, wow. what? Yeah, miracle. <laughs> Didn't you say March 19th? Right. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, sock religious <laughs> Socks for you, Kevin. I know all of us wear sock religious on the regular. Um, anybody who's listening to any of the Beatitudes, you can jump on sockreligious.com and get a 10% discount on your order. There's a cool splash page. It's Beatitudes or it's sockreligious.com slash Beatitudes. And uh, let's just find out what, which ones are you wearing today? Uh, yeah, today I've got the uh, keys to the kingdom. <laughs> keys to the kingdom. And flexibility. And well, I work out. <laughs> okay, good for you. Does that? Improve flexibility. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save my socks for the the next guest. But you right. tell us what you got yeah. on. I've got uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. This is a yoga move. Wow. 
my goodness. Is this going to be like a regular thing? We do this on the show? I don't, I don't know. I hope not. Maybe. Maybe. I think y'all need a sock camera as the next oh, oh, just put it underneath uh, there. Yeah. yeah. We cut to the sock camera. You could watch the whole show from sock cam. <laughs> Just to see Paul and Kevin's knee bumping up against each so, other. So we put GoPros on our legs? Is that, is that how we're Hey, Kevin, if people are listening and they want to follow you, get engaged with you, tell them, how can they do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the best way is probably, I mean, where I'm most active is on LinkedIn. So just Kevin Fitzpatrick or my website, onevisitaway.com. Or you got a podcast, podcast too. By the same name, One Visit Away. Nice. I, one of the things, you know, while we're going on uh, how we razz each other, one thing that <laughs> I always remember is when I was on your radio show and you were like, where can people go to? It was a heroic media thing. And I was like, www. <laughs> Thanks for like, that. Yeah. Kevin, it's 2020. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> for those of you who have never interacted with the World Wide Web, I don't know how you found this podcast, but you're pretty advanced. <laughs> I'll give you my email address. You can send it to AOL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aim me. Yes. Aim me. Just, oh, man. If you want to find Kevin, ask Jeeves. He can help you figure that out. Y'all even know what that is? Yes. yes. All right. Good. Good. It's precursor to Google. Precursor. All right. Hey, there's uh, there's one last thing we got to do, and it's uh, this is kind of strange because <laughs> the rest of the show has been pretty normal. This is called Reverse Simpsons. So the Simpsons starts every episode differently. We end every episode differently. And I can promise this one's unique. We've never done this before. So what's about to happen is on our sweet, remarkable tablets that all of us have, we are going to be having a blindfolded drawing competition <laughs> using our marker feature. Oh, yeah. And um, you're going to be the judge of this, but we're going to be drawing something from your life, something from the stories that you've shared here today. <laughs> Kevin, I'm happy to pick something, but is there anything about what we've talked about today that you would like to see the Beatitudes draw? We'll have 30 seconds of drawing time. To uh, to come up with the best drawing, you got to vote for more points because we already know Paul got the points earlier. But any uh, anything come to mind? Wow, y'all are going with actual blindfolds. Okay, let's see the. It's hard with this. Yeah, headphones on. <sighs> okay, so we talked off. about the twins. All right, here we go. <laughs> Kevin, it's going to be you... Kevin in the delivery room. No, 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 not not that complex. I, I know you guys don't have that ability. Maybe Paul. Wow, <laughs> I don't I don't understand what happened. Paul I really like this guy. Paul would I I would I would think Paul could do some elaborate things. I think Paul can do anything. But here's <laughs> but, but, here's your but challenge. Nick and Jeff can't even watch a YouTube video. Wow, you guys bought something on Amazon. Amazing. <laughs> Good job. Your challenge is what you ate for breakfast this morning. That has nothing well, to do with you. But no, but but you, you were talking, we're talking okay, about the that's eggs. Fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. All right. Tie it back to Oh, wait, me. I have to press the button. So I'm going to press the button and then it gets going, okay? Okay. Ready? And yep. Kevin, you got to do your own, um, I don't know. You can do the play-by-play. -play. Here yeah. we go, guys. How long do we have? 30 seconds. Okay. Go. Okay. Paul is... Wow, Paul and Nick are drawing oddly similar things. Jeff has like a thought cloud with <laughs> with words in it. And Wait, you can't. That's not drawing. <laughs> no, I think he just. <laughs> All right, Nick. This is impressive. This podcast, by the way, is sponsored by Remarkable. Uh, you can find that. <laughs> I think I'm done. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm running out of room. This is. Man. All right. <laughs> this is. 
All right, Blindville's off. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Okay, I Nick, think I won. All right, no. Hold on. <laughs> I haven't even looked at it, but I think I won. Can I take okay. my blindfold off? Yeah, okay. Yes, Nick, absolutely. Nick, okay, so Nick is definitely contending. Uh, Jeff, I... <laughs> Jeff has like a child's twirly straw going to a cup, and and I is, is that a stingray? <laughs> if you had a stingray so for breakfast, well, I'm sorry, you win. I didn't. Does yeah. that say veggies? Did you? <laughs> I did write the word veggies. All right, so so Nick Nick clearly has a cup of coffee. He's got a fork. He's got a knife. He's got some. Is that? Toast, bacon, and sausage. Bam! Oh my goodness. And then wow. Paul. Paul's got some coffee. With a spoon. Yes. And over on the right. It's a French press, obviously. Oh, okay. Hey, stop giving him. Okay, what so are you doing? He just had coffee. If you have to explain it. That means it's not a good drawing. Right, That's Nick, harsh Nick, but fair. Nick wins <laughs> by far. Woo! Nicholas. Uh, can you, can you, do you want to give me bonus points? No. You can do that. You can also retroactively give me bonus points from earlier. Just saying. <laughs> Congratulations, Nick. No bonus points. It's 100 to 100 to zero. Is that a fried egg? What is that? Uh... <laughs> it was delicious. Is it but what I just drew for you is that I don't know. It was like whatever was in the fridge, I put it in a, a skillet. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's skillet. a skillet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. I wrote yummy here. <laughs> yummy. I was like, I know and, I can't and draw eggs. things. I'll just yummy. write words eggs. of what I. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that my is goodness. Beautiful. All right, brother. Well, listen, it's been awesome having you here on the Beatitudes. We're going to have you back on the bonus show, but thank you for this. Thank you for really pouring your heart out. I think one of the biggest takeaways I've got from you is that you never know when somebody needs to hear a specific message and if the Holy Spirit is guiding you to share, is guiding you to prayer, then you should say yes and step into that. So thank you for everything that you've done and who you are. Any last words for the Beatitudes? This has been been an honor. I look forward to seeing what happens with the, the rest of these shows. And, and I really do think just the opportunity for dudes to come together and talk is a, uh, a skill that's lacking. Not even a skill, a, uh, a good thing for humans that rarely exists. Amen. Well, on behalf of Nick, Paul, and myself, between now and the next time we see you, we'll see you in the Eucharist. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.